Hello, welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be interviewing two great designers. And I threw you in there, Paris, because she is a designer in training. Uh, we were supposed to have Tara on the show and uh, she's been here for two days in a massive whirlwind and had to run. Her plane got changed and so she had to leave early. But we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. And I want you guys to hear about market from two newbie, brand new first time market people. <laughs> um, and it's also kind of exciting just to hear, again, you you guys are both sort of just fresh new in the design world. And so I thought it'd be exciting. And I kind of forced him to do it since Tara couldn't be here the last <laughs> minute. But we'll just talk trash about Tara behind her back. Uh huh. No, no. Yeah. What'd you think of her? She's a. Oh, she's inspiring. <laughs> she's really great. Uh, I think she has a, a great personality. And I think, you know, I could see why she does really well, I think, in this industry because mm -hmm. she really does listen to the client. She understands the client and she puts herself in the client's shoes, which is really, really awesome. Yeah, she's confidence. I mean, confidence. she knows her style. She knows that she has good taste because she does. And um, I think she she gets more frustrated when she can't express that, when she's not able to um, kind of do what she's good at, you know. But uh, like you said, she also knows that it's important to listen to your clients. And, you know, this was a tricky situation because there were a lot of people involved. There's the homeowner. And then his mom, who was graciously helping him, and I don't know how, she's been working on that project for over a year. And, you know, full remodel, the exterior, the colors, the garage door, everything, every little detail. And she's not a designer. And she lives in California. So she's been doing it while she, you know, comes up to visit. And, and it's hard when you're not there. And she doesn't know the resources around here. And she doesn't always know where to go get things. And that's frustrating. You spend more time just spinning your wheels. And so then, you know, Tara comes in and she's supposed to kind of get everything organized, but she can't do that in two days. And so much has already been decided. You know, the main focal points, the main furniture pieces have been decided, but there's still plenty of room for other focal points. You know, that fireplace, I think could really be a great you know, center of that, it could be really impactful. It's this giant 20 foot high, you know, fireplace. And then to the right of the beautiful view of the golf course. So, you know, we've got so much white and so much cool and, and hard surfaces, but to do something really impactful, I think on that side of the room will be great, but it's things like that. Like it almost needed, Tara needed to be here to kind of tie things up, to make things flow, to make things match, to make sure those little details are, are, that it all ties together. And that has always been her specialty. Like she was complaining that she said the house she's in now is so terrible that it's not like one of her old tests. Like she wouldn't, she would never have put up with it before. Like the baseboards in the bedrooms don't match the baseboards in the other part of the house. <laughs> terrible. Like, oh my gosh. But you know, to most people they wouldn't notice, but to her it's those details, Absolutely. everything. And that's again, what makes her great. Yeah. Especially even like her, her Redfin post of her own house, I believe, right? Uh -huh, I mean, uh -huh. she had people contacting her based off of her design of her own house. So yes. that being said, I mean, she knows what she wants and she is yes. will do anything um, that, exactly. Yeah, and we were giving her a hard time because she she's like, they keep telling me I'm mean. 
you're not mean. You're just straightforward. Straightforward. <laughs> decisive. Yeah. Decisive. Yeah. She says, again, she's she's done so many houses. Yes. And she knows what she's doing. And so again, when you're trying, you know, if you have time to cultivate a relationship with a client, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get to know them and they get to know you. But when you're just coming in last minute and trying to jump into something someone else has been doing, it can get pretty scattered. So we were all, you know, trying to thick. learn the client, trying to learn, you know, his mother, you know, her taste in the direction she's been going and then what Tara's ideas were. And we we're just kind of putting the puzzle pieces together. Um, but I think at the end, we just went and saw the house, David and I to take some more measurements. Yes. I think yes. it's going to be stunning. Yes. And I think the mother did a great job. Oh, yeah. Um, before we even jumped in. I mean, it was a really great palette to start from. I think uh, she really did her research. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I can only imagine how hard it was not having the materials, the, um, you know, um, the people that knew, you know, or know how to work with these kind of certain situations and materials. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she did what she had. And I think she did yeah. a great job. Yeah, yeah, I know. And she kept saying she just wanted to honor her son and, yeah. you know, which is really sweet and give him what he wants. And again, that's the hard part of a designer, mm -hmm. right? She wanted to put, you know, your, your taste naturally comes out when you're choosing things for a project. But when it's someone else's home, you have to always respect that and to honor that. Absolutely. And, you know, think, okay, if, if, if this was me, how would I want my house to be? So it's great. We'll, we'll start taking pictures and sending you because it's still in construction. You guys, you haven't missed anything. Don't worry. We'll send you good pictures. Um, but it's exciting. And, and I, I think I feel great that I think she felt comfortable with us and trusts us, which is wonderful because again, yeah, it, when you don't know the people around there or who you can trust, mm -hmm. it's really scary. It's a, these are big money items. Absolutely. You don't want to make a mistake. Yes. Big investment. Yeah. And you know, Tara brought up a really good point. She did say that in this time, uh, COVID times, you know, it is very important to really go a little further out and like, you know, finding fabrics and finding things that are similar to, uh, furniture pieces and scale, mm -hmm. you know, cause people really do need that visual, even though we can't really have the uh, furniture in hand to really mm -hmm. show them and kind of display these things. Uh, it's really important to actually get a visual and uh, kind of a whole concept laid out for them. Yes. A lot of people learn that way and feel more confident uh, in the purchases. Yeah, for sure. So that'll be a good project. It's exciting. <laughs> it is. It is. And we missed her. She'll be back again. Now that, now that she came the first time and it kind of broke the ice, then uh, it'll be good. She'll be coming back up now. She's, you know, she, we all get comfortable in our little, our, our five mile radius. And so it's good for her. Now she can vacation somewhere other than Hawaii, <laughs> Seattle, <laughs> Seattle, Tara. Yeah. She goes Hawaii, Seattle, and California. And those will be her, her three States. Awesome. <laughs> okay. You guys market. Oh, what do you think? Oh my God. Did you oh, have fun? I had fun. Yes. Did you have fun? I did. <laughs> I, I had a great time. Well, it was also Pierce's first time in Las Vegas. So yeah, those of you who've been to Las Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's what we say. <laughs> like your cell phone. <laughs> yeah, like almost, your cell phone. Yeah. Almost. almost. We got yeah. it back. No, we had some pretty close calls, leaving mm -hmm. her cell phone on the bus. and But we got it back two days later. Um, there were a lot of things like that. It was such an emotional roller coaster. Just, And it's hard traveling you know, with four or five people and meeting up and okay, where are you going next? And Coordinating. Is market larger than you thought? Oh, I can honestly say like nothing like nothing like prepares you for this kind of look, this vision walking into the market and the experience itself was just, 
you know, bigger than worlds. It was just, it was great. It was being around your peers, being around yes. people that speak your language. Yeah. Um, I knew you'd like have that part. Visions have like the sense of like art, artistic skill that we have. Uh, it's just a really great place to be in. It's like being in a little bubble and everybody knows the secret, you know, uh-huh. everybody's walking around and getting inspired and, uh, you know, influencing each other. And I think it was just a really great world to be in. It was fun yeah. too. You know, even on the plane ride, we were talking um, and we overheard people talking about different shipments coming in, different mm-hmm. types of wood finishes. I mean, it just, as soon as you got on the plane and then all throughout Las Vegas in the elevator, we met people from, I believe it was Oregon. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. That had a store. Yeah. This was their first market. It is. It is. It's. We all kind of, you know, descend on uh, or ascend on Las Vegas, and and you don't know who is in the business, but you do. You start to hear little conversations, and then when you get there, I mean, it's everything from, you know, buyers, architects. You know, we met people that did just kitchenware. We met people that you know all different aspects of design, but like you said, we speak the same language. We and, and not just creative, but this time everyone was in the same boat with, oh, how long have you had to wait? Yeah, yes. I get it. You know, and you talking to the vendors. I was giving Jill such a hard time because she's giving our, our forehands rep a hard time. Say, now that shipment is taking, like, <laughs> Jill, you complain about clients doing that to you every day. Why would you do that to her? Like she can't make it come here faster. Yeah. What is she supposed to say? Yeah. You know, that, that was, but, but we were all kind of sensed it and we're all in it together and we'll all get through it. Mm-hmm. And there are worse things that can happen. There's no such thing as furniture emergencies. Um, but just being in that environment, that excitement and, you know, you could be in any showroom and say, oh, isn't this beautiful? And they'll say, I know it's beautiful. <laughs> get so excited about yeah. And you, you feel get inspired. Energy. You feel yeah. the energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get inspired for everything that you see walking around. You have this like idea perhaps and you sketched it in your brain. But when you go there, it's you see and you notice that other people have kind of grabbed the same idea, but in some ways they kind of did it a little better. And you're like, oh, uh-huh. I never thought of it that way. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just really great to kind of see things live and envision um, just the greatness of all like the uh, vendors as mm-hmm. well. I mean, there's just so many types of vendors. Oh, we didn't even finish, right? No, I mean, I, we, yeah, we maybe saw a third. Yeah. Well, and, and could you imagine people always give me a hard time because I go to Vegas and not high point. Could you imagine three times the size? Oh no, not at all. Further apart, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's too much for my ADD brain <laughs> and, and FOMO. I worry like, Oh, I haven't seen those. I haven't seen that whole block. I haven't mm-hmm. seen, and it's it's too overwhelming. It's truly I mean, Disneyland. You can't have you can't take all the rides. <laughs> you can't go on all yeah. the rides, but you could definitely like you know map everything and kind of prepare yourself of what the ones that you want to go see and yeah you know hope for the best that you can get as much as you can in there. <laughs> exactly. You spend like an hour at least in each one. And we might say, "Okay, we're gonna pop into this one," but oh, sit on this. Oh, come sit on this. Oh, sit on this. Oh, look at this. This we, is great. You know, we try, but. You can't help it, you know. What was your favorite showroom? Um, favorite, I would have to be uh, would have to be Classic Home. I really was um, just wowed about them. I think they had a bigger showroom. Did they, they had not? a much bigger showroom this, this time this year. Okay, uh-huh, from what I was uh-huh. heard last year to this year, I don't know. 
But um, yeah. the showroom was just really inspiring. Again, they had all, all these different color palettes. They had all these different designs. Uh, they had launched a couple of new furniture pieces. Uh, the mm-hmm. quality of the fabrics was great. Um, it was just very welcoming. Uh, did they? Is that what the one that they had the artist? I believe. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was painting that was live. Painting live. Yeah. I'm and he had painted. He had hand painted every piece of art in that that showroom. Oh. And there was. I didn't know that. Hundreds. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 From bicycles to just you know swooshes of art. I mean, of color. Yeah. He had painted all of them. Mm-hmm. I loved the um, fluidity throughout the vendors. Uh, you could kind of tell what the new color palettes would be for the next year. Uh-huh. Uh, you'd see the different vignettes that, you know, had the, we'll, we'll keep those color palettes for another time, but uh, <laughs> but you could see what, what they were. Oh, it's a little hint, yes. little hint, but it was, it was really neat to see that. Um, yeah. And it's actually meeting, you know, some of the designers of the furniture um, and that was pretty neat. Um, yeah. But it was it was pretty cool just to see, again, people's creative ideas come to life and be shared, you know, and yeah. realize that you kind of are reaffirmed in a way. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What was your favorite showroom? Hmm. I really liked Uttermost. Um, just from the standpoint, it felt like when you online shop at Target and then you go to Target and you're like, <laughs> I saw that online. That's how it yeah. felt in Uttermost. It's pretty cool to see all the different lamps that you see online, but they don't look as good as they do exactly. in person. Nothing looks as good in the catalog. Nothing. I mean, in person, everything's bigger scale. Like, oh my God. There were some light fixtures that we'd looked at at Hudson Valley and I've just, you know, always skipped past them because they look maybe like a pendant, but they're huge. Those big scalloped, it look like petals mm. with the gold and the black and the white. They're just massive. But you just see them and the, when they're all the same size in the pictures, you just, you know, you, you just get it stuck in your brain. They're all the same size. But some of these are just, so that teaches you to always look at the, always look at the dimensions in yeah. the book because it's never what you think. And then when you see, you know, a 30 something inch, get a tape measure out, hold it out and say, oh, that's 30 inches. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even some of the pendants from Uttermost that would pendant it's kind of an asymmetrical i've seen those a million times and i always thought of them as you know little pendants but they're they're big that would make a statement mm-hmm. yeah it's it's different to see in the quality yeah totally yeah. it was cool to see the pieces that are also in the showroom that were also um you know at market and i liked an uttermost in their window display was what their cover of their website is that um vignette that that, that was pretty neat to see that yeah. up close and that chandelier itself was huge and yeah. you don't realize how big it is until you see it again in person yeah you need to be there to be to see the scale mm-hmm. and the thing the other thing i always really look at um and i started doing this a few years ago you'll see a light fixture that everyone has uh, you know say one of the sputnik you know light fixtures more contemporary and we maybe have four vendors that carry that but if you look at them and compare apples to apples it's the details. It's the way the finishes. Does it look like it's cheap spray paint or does it look like it's, you know, it, so I really look at those little things, the, the style of the chain, some of them have really cool stylized chains where others are just, you know, a Home Depot typical, but comparing, so you know, where are you putting your money? You know, you might choose this one that's most expensive and you think, oh, we're getting the same look. You're not, you know, some of those light fixtures that they look like they're cheap and you sell it, you know, to your client, you don't want to get there. And then it makes you look bad. Absolutely. Right? 
I think what Chelsea is, was, or I guess has been uh, teaching me is to think outside the box and also think uh, as, as opposed to the person that's shopping, right? So like you're not the person that's shopping for that item. Think about who would shop for that item. Uh Think about uh, whose house that would fit in. You know, although it may not be your personality or your kind of style, um, it does match somebody else's style. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was trying to challenge you guys with that. <laughs> with, I can't say, oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah. But think about the person that would. Yeah. And how could you make that look good? Mm-hmm. How could you balance it? Maybe with a great wallpaper or, you know, if it was, you know, that light wood was against a dark color or, you know, what could you do that make it, makes it really pop? But you have to start thinking like that because your clients will never all be the same. So it's a good exercise. So then when you do get a client that's completely different style, you're like, okay, I can do this. Uh, you know, I can figure it out. Absolutely. It's an art form. You know, yeah. everyone has different tastes exactly. and what they like. And, and even in design, you know, people are going to keep furniture that is not necessarily supposed to be in your design and, you know, be prepared yeah. to work around that, you know. So. Exactly. So how do we make it, yeah, look beautiful. Exactly. With what you have. Yeah. Um, what do you think was the most beautiful showroom? Like they did the best displays and merchandising and like you went in and just went wow this this is a hard question for me because you I would probably easily say a, a really a high-end brand or whatever but like I would have to say K and K I mean to see my yeah. face when I walk in there oh, it's yeah. just just an abundance of just like ideas and all these little trinkets and knickknacks and things. Yeah. And it was just like a, sh- a candy store for me. Cause I like the details, you know, devil's yeah. in the details. I liked, you know, how they organized all the, the bouquets and how they had all these vases and they set them all up for all these like color coordinated kind of like little vignettes. And it just yeah. kind of opened these little, really great ways of adding the little pops of character to yes. somebody's house. Yeah. And for those who don't know K and K, um, we use for an accessory vendor. They do have some case pieces um, and they probably started as florals, but at market you'll get whole floors that are kind of a theme or, uh, you know, whole floors that are just mattresses, whole floors that are just Christmas decorations. And K and K is a big holiday. Oh. And so they're up there with the, you know, there's just room after room of just Christmas decorations. Absolutely. But then they have Easter and Halloween yes. and then just spring. And, yes. and so it is fun. All the, I mean, it's, it's so overwhelming, but it feels like you're working, you know, walking through a little, a wonderland. Yes. You know, I, I agree. I, I love how it fun. just, it took me back to those seasons. And I thought that was very special because that's what we do every year when we, I mean, we don't just think about like the now we think about what about the holidays? What about, uh-huh. you know, Christmas? What about October, Halloween? Uh, these are also special days that, you know, we can also add as a designer yeah. to create that beauty and that look for that person special. Those bunnies were adorable, but they I were love those giant. Bunnies. <laughs> and I'm like, I need a big bunny for the front of the store when you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that would make a statement. Uh, they were great. So great. A big turkey. Oh, we got to get that. Oh my God. Yeah. I loved um, Philip collection. Is that? Is that the name Philip collection, yes. That was every piece is a conversation. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah. even from the chairs that were made out of reclaimed straps, uh, seatbelts. It's seat from belts. a seatbelt company. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I mean, I like I told these guys every every piece does tell a story, and they know the artist and how they came up with it and why they came up with it, and, and 
um, they use not that I didn't see them this year, but usually they'll have these root tables, and there are pictures of the elephant that carried it out of the jungle, and then they make all these tables out of the one tree. But you see the story and the artisans, and it is everything's bigger than life, and just that is very true. I mean, uh, we walked yeah. through the showroom, and there were I think I counted four full size silver Labrador retrievers, like casted with silver. And I just thought that was so funny. One of them was on a dining table as a centerpiece and they were so playful with everything that yes. they did. And I, I appreciated yeah. that very much. It, it, those, that, that company, they create focal points. They create those pieces that you do want as conversation starters and people to walk into your house and go, Whoa, that's <laughs> cool. That's all they sell. They yeah. don't have anything boring. In Definitely there. there's no a lot of showstoppers. Yeah. A lot of items. Absolutely. That just made you want to think and told a story, which was awesome. Yeah. And then the lighting company that we went into, and I'm going to butcher the name of it. It was the one. Nick Lane. Nick Lane. Elaine. Elaine. No. Elaine. We'll figure it out. Well, we got to. A-L-A-I-N. Okay. Um, and it, that was the Vanderpump Elaine collection. Uh, yes. So we went in the first and it's it's a beautiful showroom. Each piece is a sculpture and you could tell he's just got layers and layers and everything has filigree and, you know, little teardrops coming down. And we were talking to one of she does design things and she's his only sales rep, really. We were talking for a while. It was on the Saturday when we went ahead of time and I turned around and there's Lisa Vanderpump from Vanderpump. <gasps> and I love that show. I think she's fantastic. And from uh. Orange County, Housewives of Orange County. Yes. And so she was just sitting there with her dog behind us. It's just four people in the showroom. And I kept trying to play it cool. And hi. And, but oh, I'm trying to sneak pictures of her. And I've got a couple <laughs> of her just sort of from the back shopping. But we went to a few more showrooms um, right with them. We just happened to be going to the same place. But that was fun. And Nick was there as well. The Yeah, the designer. The, yeah. It was great oh, to, wow. to pick his brain and... And he said that, um, actually talking to them, they had had so much interest um, with people loving their work and, or kind of independent designers, but just people calling saying, I want just one, I want just this, I want just this. And that's not what they do. They're wholesalers. They're meant to sell to designers or to stores. And so they've actually partnered with Lisa Vanderpump because she loves their products and has so many of them and has commissioned them. And so now they have a website that's for the public that's under her name. So if people want their pieces, they can go there and just buy them. I actually did so. check out the site yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think they filmed a little video the day we were there. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was really neat seeing the showroom that we walked through. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Reclaimed uh, wood floors they have put in there that, you know, a herringbone pattern and yeah. big French doors, like, Beautiful carved doors from France. My favorite was the pendant that was hanging. I believe it was called Love Potion. Uh-huh. And it was technically a pendant. You know, there was one light on it. Um, but it also had these gears and a magnifying glass attached to it and a feather and this tube that had, you know, some like type a vial. of like, Yeah, a vial with some type of, you know, colored solution in it that looked like a potion. Um, and there were some gems on it as well. Just what you would have to, you know. If you're gonna have a love potion, that was that was the light yeah. for you. But it just told a story, and I think that's what that showroom stood out for. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't as impressed with forehands this time. I mean, I usually love forehands, and I told them the biggest thing is that energy wasn't there, and that that usually plays into it. Um, market was really toned down a lot. 
there wasn't a lot of the parties they normally have. There wasn't a lot of the hoopla. Um, definitely about, you know, about less than half of the people that are normally there. And it's all COVID, uh, but it's kind of nice because we have more room. Oh, yeah. We can spend more time. It's less crowded. So that's that was a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, you know, now we're, we're getting to the point where it's going to become the norm, I think. They're moving everything online and it's, you know, going to be easier to to shop without going to market. But I still encourage people, you um, know, go just to experience, like you said. I would still want to go. That energy. Just to get that yeah. in- inspired and just to get the, the idea and to be surrounded by those people too. I mean, you have no idea how just confident you feel coming out of it. And even now, I, I feel like I've gained a lot of confidence with, you know, product knowledge and, um, you know, feeding my brain with all these like inspirations and ideas and stuff and you know mm-hmm. just gaining confidence in that way just I feel like would make me a better interior designer you know yeah absolutely when you could ask them things you know teach me about this why this is new why why did you make this why you know with the upholstery lines um you know why doesn't this come this way and they'll tell you why well we can't do that because we couldn't put a hard edge here where we we found that people were ordering it this way only so we switch the design, but being able to really know those stories too, that helps because when you're talking to a client, the more you are educated about a piece, the more confidence they have in you to give you a big chunk of money for it without ever seeing it or touching it or sitting on it. And as a designer, that's really hard, right? We're constantly trying to sell what's in our imagination and any, any little tool you can use that helps get out and gets it in their head what it's going to look like and have confidence in you, you know, push the, I believe button. You just have to, <laughs> right. Definitely. Um, so we opened with a few new vendors. Um, thanks to David, who I think it was next to dovetail. And he said, got to see this vendor next door it was nest. I think they're great. They'll fit in with us. And I went and uh, checked them out. Fantastic. I really liked solid wood, a lot of mix and match. You know, you can choose this base with five different tops you know, everything came in different heights. Um, it was nice because there's so much um, variation. There was, there was custom. Could, absolutely. But the price point was fantastic because they do fabricate their own. But this was great. This is why, uh, Pierce, I'm telling you, you watch. She's She's got such a good eye. <laughs> so I had, you know, sat down and got the little spiel. And well, we're warehouse in California. I'm like, great, West Coast. It'll be faster. And he didn't answer to that. We were talking about all the different things. But then Pierce said, but where is it made? It's made in China. So, yeah, don't expect anything in stock. <laughs> it's, oh, it's probably in Long Beach on a container sitting there, Just sitting there. for the next six months. <laughs> um, so that was good. Good catch. Because I was all excited that, oh, great. Everything's going to be in stock and we'll get it in two weeks. And nope. <laughs> um, but I still think it'll be a good sort of workhorse. It's mm-hmm. definitely still a modern farmhouse look. But I think um, through the different combinations, I think you can kind of adapt or they're good little wiggle pieces. I feel like and- it filled the gap too. I mean, I f- it's kind of difficult to find um, some like specific bar stools or counter stools and the selection of nest. I mean, now we have a whole new variety to choose from, which is exciting. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and they're all based on classics. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the Wagner chair, like Hans Wagner. They had um, the Eames chair. It's there's a lot that is based on classics, so I like that too. So that'll be good. Some good fabric, some good pillows, uh, and then we opened with Karistan. Karistan, Karistan, Karistan. Uh, Karistan has been a rug company forever. They said 
a hundred years, I think. Um, and, and they have always made a great product. I think what happened is in mid nineties, they started getting accounts with Home Depot when places that started to sell, you know, these big box stores that were selling Costco. These, uh, Costco does one Karastan, they said a year. And so as a designer, you run from that because you don't want your your client that's just spent $20,000 in a living room to think, well, I could have got this at Home Depot. No, you can't. Like, that's different. So I've always been kind of hesitant to go with Karastan, but it was a rep that we liked and she's never steered me wrong. Every time Jim Lee tells me something to get or to use or to believe in, she's right. Every time she's right. And so I, I trust her. And so going in there and then getting to meet them and really, you know, hearing the stories and hearing how it's made and the new products that they're using, the new fibers they're using um, that are made from corn, but they're still incredibly durable and really, really soft. And it's like, it's a great low, lower end price point. And I think they kind of did that to themselves by taking their name down a notch, but you still get the good quality. Mm -hmm. You can tell they're still well-made. And so that'll be uh, great. I mean, that, like you said, it fills in the gaps. Mm -hmm. We had really expensive rugs. Now we'll get, you know, a five by eight, eight by 10, under a thousand dollars. And it's still, it's a rug you can feel, you know, proud of. It's not, you're not worried like, oh, it's a piece of junk. I hope it's not going to come in. It's still going to be a nice rug. Mm -hmm. So I think that really fits. I feel like that's a really big key point uh, with first and main design. And I, I believe that you know, that was a job and on its own. And I, I know how you like strategically find these uh, vendors um, because you want to back them up and mm -hmm. our name is mm -hmm. on there. And mm -hmm. I know how frustrating it is as a designer uh, to get that call, you know, from a client. If, you know, something happens to that furniture piece. I mean, it, it's you're the, you're the face to the problem. Yeah, we talked them into it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice that you said that. Um, because David had a little time at first to sort of go around and before we got there, because we're always late, uh, but seeing the different vendors. But it was nice. You said, now I get it. Like, you, I do believe you've chosen the right vendors. We don't need everything, but we need the right vendors with good choices and good quality. And they were sort of our go to. I mean, we looked at some other um, vendors there that we're not, that we do not you know, represent or sell from. And man, I, I felt reassured in the vendors that we had. I good. mean, we have some great options here, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. There's a great selection of things that we have. I mean, it's it's a wide range, which I'm very comfortable with uh, because, again, not everybody shops from the same brand and they they don't all have the same aesthetic. So mm -hmm. it's really important to really uh, fulfill the client's needs and also stay in their budget as well. Absolutely. Especially a rug. I was thinking about that. And as a designer, this is something you need to be thinking about, um, especially if you're doing not just design fees, but you're making profit off product, which I encourage every designer to do. Cause it's not hard. Even if it's marking something up 10%, that's still, that adds up. So if a client gives you a $10,000 budget for a room, but you have to fix, you know, a nice, they want a sofa that's not going to wear out a sectional and an ottoman and this, and they have all these needs, but then you have no money left over for a rug, for accessories, for art. But that's what makes the room. That's what makes it feel like a designed room and not just some furniture. But so to have those price points where you can put in a rug that's a $500 rug and you're still in your budget, you know, or, or, or maybe you talk to the client and say, 
listen, we really do need a rug. And here's the rug. It's only 500. I know that's a little over your budget, but I want you to see it and look how it'll all look together. And, but having that in your back pocket where it's a go-to, you know, coast to coast. Yeah. You walk through and go, Oh, there's a lot of junk in here. Yeah, but there are some good little gems. There's some yes, great end tables, some great little console pieces, great coffee tables, things that you're out of budget. Mm-hmm. This will look great. It's going to be perfect for the space. Done. Yeah. Again, you have to have it. Putting a different face on, you know, just walking in there. And I, the, my first impression was like, oh, this is coast to coast. But, you know, you, you're right. You do have to think about those uh, particular clients that are on a budget. And, you know, these are the the little things that probably just need to fill a room. Uh, Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that 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 is in the budget and that these needs are being filled. Yeah. So otherwise they walk away from the experience and think, well, it's okay, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't look complete. It doesn't look like a magazine. It doesn't look like what they had envisioned in their head that I have a designer. It's going to be beautiful. Not if it's not, you know, if it's not pulled together, if it doesn't have those details, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of furniture. Yeah. No, but that's, you do have to have all those. So Mm -hmm. that was exciting. Um, so well, what was also exciting, uh, I just want to add, was um, getting to meet one of your fans. Oh, no, I was so happy. It, it was, was so sweet. It was very sweet. Um, yeah, we were in Phasey. Yes. Looking we at rugs. Phasey, looking at rugs. And uh, we heard some little whispering on the side of our head. <laughs> kind of turned the corner uh, only to find like these really cute two girls, right? They uh-huh. just kind of, you know, hesitated to walk up to Chelsea and... If I'm like, oh, I, I got to talk to her. I got to talk to her. You know, getting pushed to meet uh, um, Chelsea. I thought it was so cute. I know. It was so cute because you can see she was. And I I apologize. I <laughs> I should have written down your information. I can't believe I didn't get your information. But I thought it was Jody. Oh, I hope that's right. Um, but she was so sweet. And do you have a podcast? Yeah. And, you know, she told me her story, how the podcast helped her get confidence to build her design business. And I'm so proud. I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? It's to speak truth, speak real and let people know you can, this is a unique kind of person. Absolutely. And it's a great way to make money and to be happy doing what you love. And so I'm really honored. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Um, when I took a picture with her, of course, and told her, you know, call me if you have any questions and no, I'm just so honored. I think it's just, Oh, I couldn't imagine not doing this for a living. You know, I feel so, so blessed to get to do what I love for a living. So the more people I can spread that to, you know me, I want everyone, everyone needs to come to the party. Everybody comes to the party. Everybody has to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) So no, I think it's great. It was really an honor. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I love seeing your guys' face. I mean, I was so, David went ahead the first day and, um, but just because again, we were like, and he's like, <laughs> but then he called and he said, okay, I came, but I should have waited for you because it's really overwhelming. There's just so much going on here. And I love seeing the look on your face and everywhere. We, Pierre's going, ah, ah. it was just great. <laughs> There's a lot of oxygen intake. Yeah. <gasps> just a lot to see and do and the color and everything is so pretty. Yes. You know, oh, just being it. surrounded by beauty and creativity and excitement. And I remember our last remember what podcast we but we did uh, speak about uh happy new year i think it was the new year one and we were talking about what's to come what's the new trend uh-huh. uh and it was really exciting to go and actually if you see the other podcast by the way uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh to figure out that you know we were right on 
we were spot on. Like there are yeah. these new crazy trends that are coming out. Uh, these great fabrics, people, designers are just really exploring the color palettes. I mean, yeah. it's just incredible, incredible new uh, platforms that they've created for us. It's awesome. Yeah. We're on the right track. Yes. Yeah, because we're good. We're good at what we do. We're good. We got the yeah. eye. No. Thank you, guys. Thank that you. was fun. Yay. Keep sending me your questions. I love it and your comments. Um, I really do appreciate it. Uh, happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforliving.com.